The following is a hoop ball presentation. Welcome to another edition of Hoop Balls DFS Today. This is your Thursday, May 27th edition. I am your host, Santino Cocone. I'll be running this one solo. Uh, Mike, as a DNP old, wasn't able to do it. <clears throat> so I'll be running this one for you guys. We have a quick three-game slate here. Um, two of these teams, the front and the back End games had a two-day layoff. Uh, the middle game, the normal one-day one-day layoff. Um, but we'll get into it. And, and right before I do that, I do want to give a quick shout out over to our guys at my bookie. Simply the best sports book around. Uh, has everything that you need. A fully fledged casino platform. Every type of sports bet you need. Uh, live betting. Everything again that you need pays out very quickly, very efficiently. Uh, <clears throat> and it's it, it's pretty much a casino at your fingertips. All you have to do if you want to get your first deposit matched halfway up to a thousand bucks is enter the promo code Hoopball upon signing up. That's H O O P B A L L. All right, guys, I'm going to jump right into this one. We have a three game slate for you again. Uh, the first game is at 7:30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It is the Milwaukee Bucks. At the Miami Heat, all three of these uh, games are in Game Three, and they're all flipping to the uh, lower-seeded team's home court. Now, the Miami Heat get their first game in Miami. They are down 0-2 in this series. <clears throat> uh, this spread, the spread for this one is the Bucks are one, or the Heat are one-point home favorites. And the over/under is 228, which is nearly the highest. Uh, again, the, the this game and the late the last game are the highest total spreads. Um, <clears throat> and on the injury report, we don't have too much going on here, but we have Victor Oladipo out that we know, and Thonasis is also out. <clears throat> we'll start with the Bucks. They are the away team. Uh, this last game that these guys played, it was a blowout of epic proportions. The Bucks won by 34 points, and even with all of their backups in, uh, they outscored the Heat in the fourth quarter. They outscored them in the third quarter. They outscored them in every quarter. Uh, but now we're flipping on over to the the uh, <clears throat> the Heat or the home team now. They are down 0-2, and they desperately need if they want any chance to make it back to the uh, finals. Uh, but we're starting with the Bucks. We're looking at the big dog here, uh, Giannis. He's had a pretty good series, a lot better than uh, the last last year when these guys played in the playoffs. Uh, he put up 60 points plus in both of these first matchups. And it's looking like that trend can continue. He's taking a whopping 50 shots combined from the field in both those games and 20 free throws combined 
uh, in both those games. Free throws, the first game didn't make much, but um, and, and neither did he from the field, but he still put up over 20 points. He grabbed 18 rebounds, five, five assists, and uh, some stocks there. So, I mean, if you're looking for uh, a little bit higher than value, maybe 5, 10 points, 65 point to 70 point ceiling, Giannis is your guy, but again, he's going to be cost you. A, he's going to cost you a pretty penny here. Uh, probably won't fully go there. I think the Heat are going to bring a little bit extra to this game because this is do do or die for them. If they don't win this game, you can pack it in. So they desperately need this one. <clears throat> um, the guy that I'm, I'm mainly looking at is Drew Holiday, who has. The last three games he's played have all been against the Heat. Two of them have been in the playoffs. One was at the end of the regular season. But he's put up at least 43 fantasy points in every game. And at a $7,600 price tag, you do the math, that's over 5x value. That's nearly 6, 6x value there um, <clears throat> for Drew Holiday with some upside there. So he's been playing really well. And I expect another 40-point fantasy point outing. And you don't have to over overspend to get someone like that in your lineup. And that's what really, really gets me here to get some exposure to him there. Another guy that I'm giving a little bit of thought to is Bobby Portis. I played a little bit well <clears throat> the last couple games, but um, two out of the three, he's similar to Drew Holiday. His last three games played have been against the Heat. One was at the end of the regular season. Uh, he hasn't played 20 minutes in any of those games, but two out of three times he put over 20 fantasy points. Brings back uh, near 5x value there. I'm not running to put him in my lineups, but I don't think it's a bad thing to do so if you're uh, down there near the 4K mark and you want to get a little bit more exposure to this game. Uh, but for me, those are the two main guys that I'm looking at, and mainly Holiday. Uh, Middleton slightly, but I, I think Holiday is safer for his price tag, uh, $400 cheaper. Um, and then if you have the money, for Giannis, yes, but I don't think it's necessary since we have we do have a lot of big options here. On the other side of the ball, looking similar, we're looking at Mr. Jimmy Butler, 8400 His price tag really has not changed since this series started. He started at 84 first game, went up to 85 next game, back to 84 this game. Uh, he shot bad last game, only took 10 shots, 4 of 10. First game was terrible, 4 of 22, and they only uh, lost by two points in that first game. Uh, but he nearly triple doubled at 47 fantasy points. This is a game that he needs. He, he needs him. If you believe the Heat have any chance in this series, uh, this is the game that you want to try and look at in Jimmy Butler because if he doesn't bring a vintage Jimmy Butler, they're they're going home early and they might not even get a game. Um, so I'm looking at Jimmy Butler mainly. I think 8400 is still a solid price tag. It's not something that is super high, uh, and you can fit him in with one maybe two higher price guys also, or with Holiday and, and, and another super high price guy there. Um, so I think that's the guy that I'm looking at. And then the rest, uh, Bam hasn't played great, but uh, he's an option now that he's only 7,500. Probably won't fully go there, but he's someone to look at. But the guy that I'm looking at is Goran Dragic. He's getting a lot less defensive attention, and especially... Uh, <clears throat> With Butler and, and Bam getting a lot of it uh, here, getting some. But Drogic's had a, himself a good series. He had a good series in, against these guys in the last last year. Uh, he's averaged over 23 fantasy points uh, a year in, in all five games. But specifically in the playoffs, he's averaging nearly um, 
28 or he's averaging 28 and a half fantasy points just about and he's only 5-1 so he's bringing back value there uh last game he only played 24 minutes and he still put up 27 fantasy points so if this game stays closer which i expect it to i don't think it's going to be a 34 blowout he should get nearly 30 minutes maybe 34 um uh, around that mark and that's really good value for a guy that's just super uh not expensive there. He's teetering on value at 5,100. And I, I, I like to go there with him. Uh, he's, he's shooting pretty well from the field. And I think that'll continue um, as the rest of these, this team has been cold. I, I don't think they're all going to be cold, but he would be the guy that I'm, I'm gravitating towards the most. And I don't mind Duncan Robinson as well, but I think Goran Drogic for a couple hundred dollars more you know, just makes a lot more sense. And other people are going to be looking at Dwayne Dedman. Um, I'm really not. I, I, it, he's not bad for a permanent guy uh, throughout his career, especially. He gets stocks. He can get rebounds. He hits threes. But I uh, can't expect him to play another 21 minutes. It, it's not going to be that type of game. If you do think it's that type of game, then sure, throw him in there. But uh, I don't think the Heat are going to go out like that. And that's pretty much it for this game. Uh, just a couple of guys uh, from each team that I'm looking at and then getting over to some exposure everywhere else on the next game of the docket we we have another 10 and 10 30 start time with the west coast guys Uh, but the second game on the docket is the phoenix suns at the los angeles lakers we have a 211 game total and the lakers are six and a half point home favorites Uh, this series is tied one to one on the injury report we have nothing for the Lakers, they didn't submit it in time. And for the Suns, we have Abdel Nader is out again. And Chris Paul is probable with that shoulder injury. I will start with the Suns. They are the away team. And we're looking at, I will start with the big three. Devin Booker, Chris Paul, DeAndre Ayton. Booker, I don't think, uh, to me, Booker's all, it all depends on Chris Paul. Uh, again, like I said last game, if this guy, now that he has it a couple days off and he only played 23 minutes in that last game, uh, pretty much rested the most part. If he's better, which I don't think he is so early, it just looks like a bad injury. But if he's better, I, I like him as the pivot here. He's going to get less defensive attention. He's going to have more ball handling duties and just be Chris Paul. Uh, but. I don't think he is, and that's where why I'm very hesitant to play him, and I'm going to leave him off. Uh, Devin Booker, if Chris Paul is injured still and only going to play limited amount of minutes or be more of a decoy than the Chris Paul that we know, he's going to get a ton of defensive attention. Uh, and this is one of the best defenses, if not the best defense in the league, and they are awesome at adjusting after a loss, as seen after that first game, Devin Booker went off the first game, shot 50% from the field, dropped 34 actual points. Uh, he dropped 31 in the next one, but he didn't do much of anything else, and he only shot 7 of 17 from the field, got to the line a lot. I don't think that he will be only uh, drop 34 fantasy points. If he scores 31 actual points again, that's extremely hard to do. So I think value is here to have, uh, but... I won't go running for it. Um, I, I think Holiday and Jimmy Butler, right around the same price tags, uh, are a little bit safer here. But Booker makes for a solid pivot coming off a bad game. 
which he still scored 31 fantasy points, I mean, 31 actual points. Um, he's going to do a little bit more than nothing outside of scoring. <clears throat> but DeAndre Ayton's having himself a good series. Uh, 44 and 37 fantasy points. He has 20, 10 double-doubles in each game. Uh, nothing really else of note, but outside of a blistering 21 of 24 from the field. Like, that's incredible. Um, he's playing his his ass off right now, and he's, and he's bringing back a lot of value. Uh, he is a guy that I will definitely look to um, try and insert in my lineups. You have two spots for him, but at only 6,300, he doesn't cost you too much. And with Chris Paul hobbled right now, he's the de facto second option. Uh, he's usually number three or the number one option in the front court, but he's playing great, and he's not missing right now, so I don't mind going there. <clears throat> Outside of that, it's not too much that I like. Uh, campaign, I mean, again, if Chris Paul's out and campaign, sh- I don't think he's going to shoot like that again, but Chris Paul's not going to play 30 minutes. You can look to uh, campaign at only 4,800. He had himself a nice shooting game last game. He played pretty well. Um, and again, Chris Paul is does not look like himself right now, so uh, that's something to keep an eye on. Outside of that, I'm not too huge on anybody else. Um, I mean, you can give Crowder, Bridges, Cam Johnson, and all of them a look, but they don't have huge upside for that I want to chase after. Um, if I had to throw one in there, probably be Jay Crowder, but I'm not thrilled about it. On the other side of the ball, though, we have the Lakers. Uh, we have LeBron, AD, are pretty much identical in price tags. And then we got everybody else a little bit lower. Uh, LeBron just doesn't look like himself. I don't want to pay 10K for him. And at the same time, or 9.7 or 9.8, but at the same time, he still has 48 and 47 fantasy points respectively. Uh, Just if you're watching him play, he's not attacking the rim like the LeBron that you're accustomed to. And in fact, in the playoffs, this is his least um, shot attempts at the rim so far. It's only been two games, obviously, but he just doesn't look like himself. And that speaks to the level of greatness that he is, that he still can go out and do the things that he does uh, not being himself. But that said, I would rather lean towards Davis again. I really liked He was my favorite play in the last game, and he's going to continue. They need him to be the top five player that he is, the elite guy that he is, uh, if they want to win this series. And especially without LeBron James being 100%. It's going to fall on Anthony Davis's shoulders. Um, the seven assists were an outlier. I don't think he's going to do that again. So you can cut off three to four of those. But he could still have. He can still get to you. Get you to near sixty points here at under ten k. Uh, the last two of the last three times he's faced Phoenix, he has thirty four points in the last one. Thirteen before that, which he played like a dud. And then the game in the regular season at the last week, uh, second to last weekend. 42 actual points, uh, 77 fantasy points, 31 fantasy points, and 67. I think the 31 is the outlier. He sometimes goes disappearing and doesn't play to his capabilities, uh, but he played to them in the last game, and I think that's going to continue now that they are they got one on the road. Now they're coming back home. Knowing LeBron James is hurt, uh, he's going to take more of an offensive load and shoulder the load of this game. So he would be my preferred play, uh, and he's one of my favorite guys of the night. 
Moving on to Andre Drummond. He played 24 minutes in the last one, and he actually looked pretty good. He had a double-double. He was ripping down rebounds, which they desperately needed. Uh, but he still only played half the game. And if he's going to only play half the game, 6K, or near 6K, I should say, is a little bit pricey of a a, a price for me. He did still bring back 36.5 fantasy points, and he brought back 26 and a, um, a little over 26 in the first one. So there's still value to be had but I won't be rushing to get him in my lineup. Uh, looking on the other side of the ball, DeAndre Ayton for only a couple hundred more it, and a definite bigger role, uh, that's that's much better play. But I am looking at Dennis Schroeder. Uh, if Chris Paul continues to be limited, hurt, uh, whatever the case may be, as well as LeBron, he gets a better defensive matchup <clears throat> with campaign over uh, Chris Paul, and he gets more of an offensive load and, and more of the shoulder of the offensive burden if LeBron James is still playing a little tentative and not attacking the rim like we're used to. Uh, so all those those two factors are good in my opinion and bonuses for Schroeder. Near 6K, it's not a it's not a price tag you sneeze at, but it's not something that he can't bring back value uh, if those two factors continue to remain. <clears throat> Outside of that, I'm looking at Marcus Hall again. I thought he would get a role in the last one, and he did. He played 20 minutes. He did pretty well. He had a couple threes. All he did was take threes, but he played pretty well. He stabilized the front court. Uh, they did not look at Trez, and he took pretty much Trez's, all of Trez's minutes. Um, and you can look to him as a bargain bin type of 3,200 guy if if you're stuck around there. Uh, same same as Alex Caruso. You know he's going to get around 20 minutes. Not great fantasy upside, but he's playing, and if you're Sticking a bunch of big guys, which you don't need to, uh, but if you are, then you know that's a guy that you can um, throw in there and, and hope to get 20 minutes out of him. Uh, <clears throat> same with Caldwell Pope at 4,300. He's a little more just over the 4K mark, but uh, he's he's definitely going to see 30-plus minutes in this one. Not a great permitted guy, not doing really much of anything, but again, if you're one of the people that like to go star scrubs, uh, there's not many scrubs to choose from in a three-game three, three game slate that occurs on the playoffs. So uh, in that scenario, you want to just load up on the scrub, scrub guys that are going to get a ton of minutes. All right, the next game, uh, that does it for game two. Uh, the next game of the series, or the slate, is the last game of the slate. This one starts at 10.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have the Nuggets and the Blazers. The Nuggets are the Blazers are three-point home favorites. And the Nuggets are, uh, and the total is 229, the highest on the spread, one point higher than the initial Miami-Milwaukee game. On the Nuggets, we have Will Barton, P.J. Dozier, Jamal Murray all out, and the Blazers have Zach Collins as out. Going over to the Nuggets, because they are the away team in this one, um, we're looking at a couple guys. Uh, first guy, obviously, that comes to mind, Nicole Jokic. 10-7, but surprisingly... Giannis, or not surprisingly, Giannis is only uh, $100 more, or $200 more, and he's been playing really well this series, and if if you're going to spend up that high, I, I'd rather just go with uh, Giannis right here. Um, they're not letting Jokic do his facilitating as much. They're letting him shoot a lot. Uh, it worked the first game, did not work the second game, but they're trying to get rid of everybody else and make him a little less comfortable. Not that he can't score if he wants to, but Jokic is more of a 
uh, like a LeBron type of guy that he likes to get everybody involved and also do his own thing. Um, but he's only, he's averaging under 60 fantasy points in both these games, uh, which Giannis is averaging over. And if I'm going to do the pivot, uh, I want a little bit more. But Michael Porter Jr. is a guy that I'm looking at. He only played. Uh, he only shot five of 13 from in that from the field in that second game. Didn't grab many rebounds, just four. But at 7100, we finally he, he's not a bad price tag. Uh, not a bad price tag if you're going more uh, mid-level guys. You know he has the potential to score 30 points. He scored 25 in that first one on 12 of 21 shooting. Uh, he was one of 10 from the three-point line, uh, all the, from distance. So that if he just made three, if he shot 30 percent from from three, um, he would have dropped over 30 points, and he would have dropped over 46 fantasy points and, and such. So I think there is upside here, and I like Michael Porter Jr. to get exposure to this Nuggets team outside without having to spend all the way up for for Jokic there. <clears throat> um, another guy that I'm given a little bit of consideration to, but not a great deal, is Aaron Gordon. He's getting his minutes jumped up to near 30 in, the, in both these games of series. He's playing pretty well. He's only 5,300, so uh, if you want to take a shot on him to continue playing well, that's not a bad price tag to to take a chance on. Um, and Monte Morris at 4,200, he had himself a good game in the last one. He played 22 in the first game, which was a lot more than he was playing uh, since he returned from injury. And then he played 30 in the last one, and they won. And when you win and you play a lot of minutes, that says a lot. Uh, he put up nearly 30 fantasy points in that one. At only 4,200, that's a fantastic value play. Uh, he took a uh, Rivers and, and Composite are also playing, but they need some type of shooting guard with everybody gone, and they need um, him to also play point guard and facilitate. So Monte Morris might see 30-plus minutes. That's the most he's seen in the in the uh, the last two games are the most he's seen since he's come back. And I expect that trend to continue, especially since they won by a nice uh, near or 19 point, 19 points there. So I expect him to continue that. And 4,200, again, going to be one of my favorite value plays of the night. Um, that That's it for the Denver side. On the Portland side, we have a couple big guys again. Lillard is, is 9,400. Um, He's put up, he put up 68 and a half fantasy points in the last one, 59 in the first. He's another option. If you, I prefer AD slightly, um, but Lillard and AD are, are similar, and, and it's going to come down to positional eligibility. I do have quite a few centers that I like. I didn't say a ton of guards that I uh, I, I like also some guards. So it all depends on which lineup I want to go with, and and maybe I can get both of them in there, but. Um, Lillard is the guy that I would like here. The matchup isn't is is pretty good. You don't have uh, Jamal Murray is pretty solid on defense, but Monte Morris is uh, not big. Lillard's not a big guy, but Morris isn't big either. Campaze isn't big. Austin Rivers isn't big. There isn't much length or size to disrupt Lillard in this series. Uh, Will Barton's also out. He could have guarded him. There's really not much to disrupt him here. So I think Lillard continues to put up. Very solid games and very good games here. Uh, 9,400 isn't expensive comparatively to some of these other guys and uh, where he was at some points in the season. <clears throat> Outside of him, um, not oh, like, uh, interested in a ton of the the Blazer side of the ball. Everybody's 
pretty solid, like McCollum, Nurkic. I think those are uh, solid price tags. You can take shots at McCollum. I don't love it, but uh, 7300 is not a crazy price tag. I, I honestly prefer uh, Porter Jr. over him or Drew Holiday as a safer options. But if you wanted to pivot and get more action in the late games, that's fine. Um, Robert Covington is a guy that I'm slightly looking at at 4,400 and Carmelo Anthony because, you know, Carmelo can always score when he needs to. And Robert Covington is just a rock-solid guy, and 4400 isn't a high price tag uh, to get someone that's going to play a boatload of minutes. Uh, he just hasn't taken many shots, uh, grabbed many rebounds in this series. So that's the only hesitancy there. But again, not many options that are cheap. So uh, you, in that scenario, again, if you're playing a lot of star scrubs, you just try and get people that play a ton of minutes, and Robert Covington is one of those. <clears throat> All right, guys, that does it for the three slates. Uh, quickly, I will run down my favorite high price or my favorite um, tiered guys on the slate, and we'll go with the big tier, the expensive tier. Uh, I'm going to go with Jimmy Butler on this one, 8,400. So you're not spending premium to these other guys. I, I do want to get another guy that's higher expensive, but I like to get Butler in there because he's not super expensive, um, and he's still a star player had 47 points in the first game um, while only shooting four for 22 from the field and seven of 10 from the line had a dud this last game. Uh, this is his make or break time. If they don't win, they're done. They're at home. They're defending Eastern conference champions. This is Jimmy Butler's time to shine. Uh, so I'm going to go with that narrative and, and take Butler here at 8,400. My favorite mid-tier guy. Um, it looks like DeAndre Ayton is the guy, man. I don't only say again. There are two people that I like a little higher. I, I've mentioned them um, in the seven K range and higher, but DeAndre Ayton at only sixty three hundred is just a rock solid price tag. Two back to back games of twenty ten. Uh, looks like Andre Drummond. Defensively, we know he's. Uh, a little boneheaded sometimes. Marcus Gasol is a little slower and older. Uh, AD sometimes plays a little smaller. So DeAndre has a slight advantage in, in every matchup if he can take advantage of it. But at only 6300 it's not a price tag that you look at and say, oh, can't do that. Uh, so it's really solid. Um, if you want to pay up a little more, I think Porter and Holiday would be the guys. But I like the $6,300 price tag uh, because it doesn't break your bank or anything like that. And He's bringing back a lot of value here. <clears throat> for the inexpensive uh, value play, I'm going to go back to Monte Morris at 4200 I said he might be one of my favorite. I may have lied a little bit. Uh, white lie, because he is my favorite. Uh, he played 22 minutes in that first game, which was higher than, again, he played three games before the regular season ended when he came back after a, nearly a month off. Never topped 18. Uh, then he played 22 in the first playoff game. Then he played 30 in the second playoff game, which was a win, and nearly 30 fantasy points. He's averaging nearly a fantasy point per minute uh, since he's come back, or maybe even more, and that's absolutely fantastic. I expect him to play 30-plus minutes again at 4,200. That's just easy value there. Uh, so he is my definite favorite value play of the night. All right. Thank you guys for joining in, and we will catch you again tomorrow. Uh, I should be Dave and Will will catch you on the next edition of this show and have a good one.
This has been a Hoop Ball presentation.